Good News Ministries of GNM.org presents Footsteps to Heaven. Life's a journey full of challenges. Sometimes we get stalled. Sometimes we get sidetracked. When we walk with Jesus in the power of the Holy Spirit to the destination that God the Father designed for us, the results are better than we could ask for or imagine. And now, here is your host, Terry Modica. In this episode of Footsteps to Heaven, we're going to be talking about a really exciting new documentary on the Shroud of Turin. But before we get started, I would just like to encourage you to be sure to subscribe to this channel so that you don't miss anything that you might want to know about in the future. And be sure to like this episode because you know what? The more people who like an episode, the more appealing it is and it ranks higher. It attracts more people. You actually evangelize people by liking the episode. So with that said, now let me introduce to you someone who is a good friend of mine. He's on the board of directors of Good News Ministries. And he is one of the creators of this documentary on the Shroud of Turin. So I'm really happy to welcome Bill Snyder. Terry, Hi, Bill. Hey, Terry. It's awesome to be with you again. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Well, it's wonderful to be able to do something together other than, you know, just the, uh, uh, you know, being officially on the board of directors, you know, it's like um, we both strongly believe in collaborating with different ministries. And that's one of the reasons why Ralph and I have considered you a friend since the day we met you and why we invited you onto the board of directors. And so when you told me about this Shroud of Turin documentary that you were uh, really, I think you told me about it when you were just getting started with it. And I was really, I knew that we just had to share it. I knew it was going to be good quality. I knew it was going to be worth watching. And I knew it was going to be worth promoting. So, I mean, this is a win-win to have you on today. <laughs> Definitely. And and it's it's great. So I, I'm so excited to uh, be sharing about it because, you know, as you mentioned, it's uh, it's been a long road, right? Uh, two years to create this. So. Uh, from conception to screen, here we are, uh, finally uh, on, ready to go on screen. Well, you founded a ministry called Patchwork Heart Ministry. Let me start there. That's an interesting name. Tell me how this came about. Yeah, so I'm a survivor of three open heart surgeries. And uh, the Holy Spirit gave me uh, that name when I was uh, back in 2012 at a youth conference uh, when I really didn't want to be in ministry. Uh, the Holy Spirit uh, kind of kind of was prodding me in, at, at this conference. I want you to do this. I want you to do this. I want you to do this. Lord, I really don't want to do this. And uh, all of a sudden, uh, the Holy Spirit waxed me with a name, Patchwork Art Ministry. And it was so personal that I knew that I had to do it. So the next day I was like, okay, Holy Spirit, fine. You told me, you gave me the name. I've got to follow through here. And uh, I purchased the website, patchworkheart.org, uh, all the way back in April of 2012. And here we are. I would have never imagined the journey that I have been on since 2012 doing this. Uh, but here we are as a nonprofit ministry and producing our first full-length feature documentary. So we're, we're excited. And I want to mention to everybody listening to this that Bill played a key role in Good News Ministries getting podcasts going. He taught me 
how to do a podcast. And, you know, he taught me about the editing and I mean, I knew a little bit about it, but he played, he helped me figure out what equipment to get. And, and uh, he actually did some of the initial editing before he got so busy with his own ministry. (laughs) (laughs) So we owe a lot to you. Uh, Okay. So tell us how the idea of doing a documentary on the Shroud of Turin came about, because there are already other documentaries that have been out, uh, you know, there's been even, I think, on like Discovery Channel or something, you know, secular media. There's mm-hmm. been other stuff on the Shroud of Turin. So what makes yours unique and why why did you decide to do this? Yeah. So, you know, it was actually, again, Holy Spirit led kind of an accident. Um, our, our good friends at Fiat Ministry Network, uh, who co-produced this documentary with me, Kent Kaholsky. Um, and I were having a conversation just off the air, just kind of whatever. I think it started on Messenger, Facebook Messenger. And he he had mentioned to me that Brian Walsh, who is the head of the Shroud Center in uh, Richmond, Virginia, he's the executive director there, uh, and him were just going on Zoom much like we are right now and having a conversation and recording that conversation in a podcast kind of format sure some of his work he's been studying the shroud for decades uh, and so he has been working you know around uh cataloging some of his work because he's getting older and older and older and so uh, he wants to make sure that his work is preserved and so um i said to kent i said you know that's great that you're doing all these podcasts on the shroud and you're having different conversations like that it's wonderful but what do you think about actually doing a full documentary on this and seeing what happens because you know, we want to draw people in in an engaging way. Not that n- not that podcasting is a um, you know is a bad form of drawing people in, but um, you know, can can we do something that has a professional level quality to it uh, that that really draws people in and can you know captivate an audience? We looked at that uh, possibility, and so Kent reached out to to Brian and said, "Hey, would you jump on a Zoom call with with Bill and me?" And he goes, "Absolutely." So here we are. You know, two years later. Um, we ended up, you know, getting Richard Bernacci along the way um, as well. He was, he's an expert in the Shroud of Turin based out in Nevada. And so um, we we grabbed uh, him uh, along the way. Uh, he happened to be driving through Milwaukee um, Holy Week uh, last year. <laughs> and I said, hey, would you be willing to be interviewed for this documentary? And he said, oh, absolutely. So uh, putting uh, Richard and Brian side by side, um, is really how that came to be. Um, the the reasoning, really, I think, for doing this as well, Terry, is you asked, like, okay, why do another documentary on the Shroud when there's been one on History Channel or on, you know, Discovery Channel or whatever? You see them pop up around Holy Week, you know, every year. I used to watch them at my grandmother's house. I used to do it. I was like, you know, but I always believed I could see through it. I I believe this. And then you'd get the guy on the screen that would say, Oh, but I don't believe it, you know, and and I always found that so lackluster, like, you know, this is being produced by secular people. Where where are the Catholics? Where are the Christians that are you know, producing this stuff with with the right intent behind it to to bring people closer to Jesus? Because if as a Christian, I believe this, that Jesus rose from the dead, then then it's got to we got to look through that lens at the science. And so uh, that was really, you know, what Kent and I were were you know, committed to doing during, to during this, like we really wanted to, um, 
create this in a way that Catholics and Christians and people of faith can, can look at and say, yeah, this is authentically done, but it's also authentically Catholic. Um, so we blend both science and faith in this. You're not going to see that on the History Channel or on the Discovery Channel. Hmm, yeah. Yeah. Do, do you have any, you mentioned, you know, you saw this since you were a kid at your grandmother's house or whatever you learned about the Stratatorian, but do you have any personal stories about how, you know, what the Stratatorian means to you, not what making a documentary on it means to you, but, you know, has it affected your faith at all? Maybe when you were a kid watching it or when you were you know, just discerning it on your own, or even while you were on the journey of making this documentary, what did it do to your relationship with Jesus? Oh, it transformed it during during the filmmaking process. But I have always believed in the Shroud. Um, you know, I, I think, again, you know, from watching the documentaries at, at my just kind of look at it as a believer and you kind of go a duh you know even even i'll never forget one time my dad i'm sitting on the porch in my grandmother's porch watching this documentary and my dad goes it's time for easter dinner now dude you already believe this stuff let's go and you know it's (laughs) so so i was like yeah you're right i can turn this off let's go have dinner you know um and even though you know i was captivated with it it's just it's just that's kind of how it is right i remember that you know memory in my mind from 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 seeing you know something secular like that uh, and I and I knew there had to be had to be done from that perspective. But yeah, absolutely, it's transformed um, me. I remember, um, you know, encountering you know Jesus, you know, in in the scientific evidence throughout the the course of this documentary as well. Like, you know, there's always more to learn. There's the the shroud is so complex in its chemistry. It's so complex in its in its um, you know physics that. Uh, th- we're going to be studying this thing for, for for years to come, right? Like this is this is not just um, a a one time thing. This you know this is a discussion, ongoing discussion about the shroud, and you know we jump into it here in two thousand and twenty two, two thousand and twenty three. You know that's where we fit into it, uh, but it's been going on for a long time, and it's going to continue for another hundred years beyond this. And if you, if you listen to Brian Walsh, he mentioned that. The, this to us um it's not in the documentary but it's off air he says you know i think we're about a hundred years away from actually proving definitively that this is the burial cloth of jesus right now with a you know, with the science and the limited access that we have we we can't do it but i wouldn't be surprised in a hundred years if they come out and they say this is the burial cloth of jesus so um you know that's that's pretty that's pretty amazing and impressive <laughs> Well, there are a lot of people who are watching this or listening to this podcast who have, uh, they have adult children who have left the faith. They have, or they certainly have family members, uh, coworkers and people that they really care a lot about who are actively rejecting faith in Christ, uh, actively rejecting the church today. And and even rejecting us as individuals because we have faith. And so uh, so why tell me about your perspective on how a documentary at this time in our history where we've got uh, it's not just about the science, but the faith is it's there's so much persecution. There's so much evil going on in our world today. 
And it seems to me that the timing on, on a new documentary, a Catholic documentary that includes science, um, seems like this is a perfect time for a documentary on this. You know, speak to me about, you know, what, what you want to achieve in evangelizing with this documentary. Yeah. You know, uh, that was a big decision in writing this too. Uh, you don't, you don't, I don't think you realize how much writing goes into a documentary when you, when you start, uh, you know, actually creating it. But when I, when I sat down to begin this and to actually say, where, where am I going to start? And so I actually start with, uh, where we are as a society. And I spend about four minutes and 30 seconds of copy, um, being read on where we are as a society. And what if, what if Jesus did leave a selfie image because that's what this is. What, what if he did? You know, we believe pictures. We, we believe pictures, right? We, you know, are this this culture believes pictures. They see, you know, all these images on on photos. They go, oh man, you were just in Puerto Rico. Look at your beautiful little son. Look at you. You're, you know, you look great. We are so driven by these photos. Well, what if Jesus left a photo? What if he did? Does that change? Your perspectives does that make this real? Because there's so many people of of um, uh, you know non-believers and atheists out there that look, you know, sc scroll and they go, "Man, that's real." Yeah, they were just there. That was great vacation that I went on. So, what if Jesus left a selfie two thousand years ago? Does does that make a difference in your belief? Does that change your perspective on this? And that's the question that we ask in the film. Who do you say I am? Because if this is the case, if that he really is Jesus Christ and he left an image of himself as he was raising himself from the dead uh, as God, does that change your belief in Christianity? What does that do for you? <laughs> yeah, when I when you showed me a preview of of the um, of the documentary and you know, the the first thing that struck me right from the get go of it was uh, that this is not really produced for people who already believe. That this is for this is for this is for this is what really struck me about this that makes me real excited about this film is that this is a tool that and and, and a photographic tool, a visual tool with science uh, that. People who have pe loved ones who have left the faith, who are rejecting them, they, you know, we invite them to to listen to why we go to church, and they don't even want to hear that, uh, let alone hear why we think they should go to church. Uh, but you know, this seems to me to be a tool uh, that they can use to show, hey, hey, come, come over, I've got this great movie, um, and. You know, it's really amazing. You can think what you want about it. I, you know, it's entirely up to you what you want to think, but I think you're going to find this interesting. Come on over. Let's have, let's have, uh, some, some beer and a film, you know, and some popcorn and, and cause that's what I think this, this film can really do. This, I think that people who should consider buying this are not people who already believe that the Shroud of Turin is true, but those who want to help. I mean, of course, we don't want to discourage anybody from buying it but <laughs> for any reason. But 
I've never seen anything on the Shroud of Torn that could be used as an evangelization tool until now. And there isn't a lot of films out there that we can invite people over to our house or even to our parish, open it up to the community at large and, and say, Hey, come watch this movie. And knowing the back of their mind, of our minds that, you know, they'll be evangelized by it. So, you know, I really want to encourage everybody listening to this episode to uh, take a look at this movie and seriously look at it as something that you can use to help others discover that Jesus did leave a selfie behind, you know, that, that, uh, so anyways, so tell, tell us how people can get a hold of this movie. Is it available for sale yet at the moment of this podcast? Yes, uh, it is available right now, uh, to pre-order on our website. So you can go over to pre-order it. Uh, at patchworkheart.org. Uh, you'll see a button on there that says Shroud Film or a little you know link at the very top that says Shroud Film. Click on that. It has all the information there. Uh, it will it will go out uh, and be available you know, on any device, your computer, your smartphone, um, whatever uh, you want to watch it on. Uh, it'll be available there. In addition, there are a couple other ways. If you're looking for other wonderful content, let's just put it out there that cmax.tv and breadboxmedia.com are going to carry it on a on their streaming platforms so these are subscription services you're going to pay you know a monthly fee to subscribe you can subscribe for one month you know and and watch it or you know there's a seven day free trial on uh cmax tv so you could subscribe and unsubscribe we hope you don't do that uh but uh cmax has so much other content so much other uh amazing christ-centered family content that you can plug into that you will replace your netflix subscription with cmax uh you know if you're if you're out there watching you know netflix or one of the other services just replace it uh, you know it's 13 dollars a month uh breadbox media is developing a a, a streaming platform as well uh, so it's going to be available there breadbox and breadbox media is just podcast right the audio audio but they're going to begin doing video uh, oh great. Uh, streaming too so that's going to be cool we're the first video going to be on their streaming service. So, um, you know, it's a monthly subscription again. Uh, I don't, not exactly sure what the price is going to be yet there, but, uh, they're going to be adding more and more content as well. So, um, know that, know that those are two options. Um, and we're hoping to get on other channels and other things. I, I will mention that Amazon did reject us outright, uh, because of content. So, uh, support, so support Catholic films on Catholic, uh, you know, sites like CMAX and breadboxmedia.com. Go and support us because we're the ones in the trenches creating this stuff. Uh, and, and, uh, you know, giving your money to Amazon for, you know, us to put it out there when they reject you because of the content. And I actually have the screenshot that says this was rejected for content. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, it wasn't rejected for filmography. It wasn't rejected for audio. It wasn't rejected for anything other than content. So, um, come oh, see what Amazon awesome. rejects. <laughs> So uh, thank you so much, Bill, for uh, for doing this project and for spending a little bit of time to to come on to my podcast show. I do want to encourage everybody that even if you don't know someone to uh, and I don't know if there is such a thing as, as anybody not knowing someone who needs to be evangelized, who has really 
really been rejecting the opportunities to get to know Christ uh, and and to get to know the Catholic Church and to be part of an active part of the Catholic faith and, and church life. Um, so I just want to mention to everybody, encourage everybody that don't just think about whether or not you have a use for this particular film, whether or not you have somebody to show it to, whether or not you think they'd even come if if you invited them. But think about, too, that you are supporting Catholic filmography. You are supporting a Catholic or a combination, a collaboration of ministries that have put this out and want to put out future things uh, that can can change the world and help you reach the people that you want to reach. So I, I just wanted to end with that note. Is there anything else you would like to say before we close, Bill? Sure. I'll just mention very quickly that uh, because you kind of teased it there about, you know, bring this to your parish. So um, we do have a complete companion guide to the film. And we are encouraging parishes to show it in a large group and then break up into small groups uh, and have that discussion. So you can easily make this a plug and play event for your Lenten season. Uh, we have group licenses available. Uh, as well, so you can visit that exact same website, patchworkheart.org, and then click that Shroud Film button. It's all right on that page on how you do that. So, uh, and if it's not Lent, by the time you you get around to showing this to your pastor or your DRE, it can certainly be done any time of year. Oh yeah, and the, the whole Easter season, really, because you know the whole Easter season and beyond. But yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, this is a prime time to do it. Uh, obviously, but no, um, exciting um, stuff. And so thank you so much, Terry, for having me on. It's been a pleasure to share the airwaves with you here and uh, looking forward to the many ways we'll continue to collaborate as well. Yes. And thank you again for, for what you do for Good News Ministries. God bless. And God bless all of you. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Terry Modica of Good News Ministries. For more faith builders, or to learn more about this ministry, come visit our website at gnm.org. You'll find online resources and lots more to help you know the Father's love and grow closer to Christ and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Visit gnm.org today.